we're good. Which ones do you have? Uh, the Imperial and the... Uh, oh, that's right. That really hoppy one. Voodoo Ranger. Yeah, those are really good. See? Check, check, check. Voodoo oh. Ranger. Yep, I plug that all the way in. Yeah. All right. Because no one wants to come to these. Because why? 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 They're afraid of LeBron James. They are. I really don't want to hear about the magic anymore. I really just think that that should just be level to made a parking lot. You're in the heat of the moment. You're in the heat of the conversation. Screw it, man. Say what's on your mind. Because what? The white people have money. So where do the black people get all their music? Cheese being the last one. Um, but yeah, I just like the cheese the best. Okay. And there's a lot of cheese involved. Not wrong um, with that. But I, I like it. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't really like that that whole lot of cheese involved, but it's all right. I, I, I fixed it. Anyway, so... Gifts are exchanged, and I had this thought. I was like, you know what? What? What do you? It, girls always get the flowers and chocolates. Talked about that. What do you give? What do the male get? What does the male get? What do they want? Do they just they want nothing? Do they want beer? Do they want a meal? Do they want the meal cooked for them? But that never happens because they usually got to take the female out or male. It depends. You know, not there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> so it all you know it. I was trying to, I was trying to, I was like, what, what would I want as a male on Valentine's Day? What would you want? Beer. Beer. I want beer. Because it, Just like, as, like Budweiser, or do you want like something cool, something you I would tried? Per, I'm a craft beer guy, so obviously I'd like something, A, preferred, never have tried before. Okay. Or B, one of my personal faves. If you can, we're not, I don't even know. Either way, here we go. <clears throat> uh, I know we're in and out on Facebook Live. Um. But what, what would you want? As a, do you want anything? Do you want a meal? Do you want a meal? Do you want beer? Oh boy, um, you know, I, I've told everybody this. I'm gonna tell you the same thing. I don't. I'm not a Valentine's Day guy. I really think that Valentine's Day, like the whole buying gifts and flowers and candies and cooking and what do you buy? What do you not buy? You just came out two months ago from the holidays where you should have spoiled your loved one anyways with everything that they could have possibly wanted throughout the year. I hate the holiday. I do. It's not because I don't love my wife. I just am not insecure enough to where I have to go and show her yet again on a special day. Let me send flowers to her work. Let me go buy her more effing gifts. I don't like it. I think that when men and women, I, I, got, I, got, I got crazy people at work. They're like, oh, my God, it's Valentine's Day. Right. Everybody like, makes a big what deal. What are you it. doing? Like, I'm doing nothing. We do nothing. We're going to do all these things. Well, good for you. I'm not insecure in my relationship to where I have to have another day to spoil her rotten. I agree. I think a lot of the stuff that you see on social media is, is a brigade. It's, it's I love my girlfriend. Yeah. Her, she gets to see it. That's yeah. another thing, too. She gets to see what she posts on there. Oh, he loves me. In two weeks, he'll be breaking up. <laughs> exactly exactly so and the way i look at it is why do why do i need to do all of that all the show show this show that show look at me i got these flowers again yeah that will die in a week yeah and that's okay women like that i get that part yeah. but like i'm more of a i'm gonna do something a you're gonna eat 
B, you're going to drink. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then C, it, your memory will last. Yes. Flowers, that's not a memory. That's just a thing. No. And the eating and drinking can happen seven nights a week. That's right. I don't need a holiday that Hallmark tells me I need to have so I can go buy one of their stupid effing cards anyways. I don't need it. I, don't, I really, I, 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 dude, I hate Valentine's Day. It's, I, I hate people getting excited over it. Again, I, I just think that if you're immature and you just have self-confidence issues and you just are not real confident you know, with your spouse, yeah. you want them to shower you because you don't know if they, what are they doing behind my back. Oh, he loves me so much on this particular day. Right. Yeah, he will never do anything Who bad to cares? me. Oh, the very next day, he's probably already left. It's up there with birthdays. I mean, birthdays really don't matter unless you're 18 or 16, 18. 25 because your insurance lowers. <laughs> 30 is a big one. 40, uh, not really that jacked up about it. And 50, I get all the black and white. You're over the hill. Yeah, 25, you rent a car too. So that's actually bigger yes. than maybe 21. Yeah. I don't know. It depends how you look at it. But yeah. It depends on <laughs> what you're really into. You right. Know? But those are the big birthdays. And Valentine's Day just sucks, man. I have never liked it single or in a relationship because I think it's it's kind of a lose lose. Single, you're by yourself. Relationship, you got to buy shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it, what's really messed up? I didn't see any females out there posting a big bottle of wine. Okay, no. that's what you should be doing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, post a post a couple glasses of wine with your man or whatever yeah. other man or whatever, and and enjoy it. Yeah, you know. Otherwise, flowers will be dead in a week. They will. Bottle of wine, depending how fast you drink, could last you a while or a half hour. It could <laughs> be gone right. too. You don't know. So, as a male, for all you ladies out there, and if you're thinking, what do I get my man? Or if you're a guy and you're thinking, what do I get my man? <laughs> that, that could be today's world. That, that could be it. It's could all you. It. If he likes beer, go beer. And if he likes craft beer, that's even more in your corner because you got a plethora of options yeah. to choose. Okay? And if you're going out to dinner, tell him that you're going to get dessert. So if you're going out to, I don't even know, Outback Steakhouse. I don't, I don't know. Who, who cares? Yeah. Who cares? Outback. Outback. Panera. Whatever. There we go. You're going out and be like, listen, I'm going to get dinner. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, I'm going to get dessert. Okay, and it can even be yours. I like Froyo, I like that. So be like, let's go, let's go to your dessert place because a lot of girls like frozen yogurt. That's fine too. Yeah, go get frozen yogurt. Or, or be like, listen. After this, let's hit up the liquor store. After this, let's have a total wine. Mm-hmm. And either get a bottle of wine or get them a crap beer or shit. Y'all want to go liquor? Go liquor. It's Valentine's Day. No judge zone. Absolutely. No judge zone. So get that for him. So what are the perfect gifts then? What we, like liquor. Liquor's always good. Like yeah, liquor's for, always for good. For a man. If you want to get outside the alcohol zone, because not everybody drinks, I get that. Um, guys are into sports. If you're celebrating Valentine's Day, you're probably a drinker. Probably. Yeah. Probably. You're already kind of pissed off anyways that you even had to do the damn thing. Most, most guys like their favorite team. Anything your team, right? Yeah, there's T-shirts out there. Buccaneers, are... Florida State, Marshall, yeah. the Pirates, whatever it is. Anything. It could be a keychain. Oh, cool. A magnet for your car. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah. So, a hat. Yeah. A T-shirt. $35. Or less. Yeah. Go the clearance track. At least the thought that counts. Get the old school, like, yeah. you're, you're a Pirates fan, right? Right. Baseball, you like the Pirates? Yeah. Old school, like, like, get the vintage hat. The, the stripes that are around the hat? Yeah. With the P? Oh. It's got to be fitted, though. Don't get the trucker hats. I hate yeah. those things. No, not in that either. I hate those right. snapbacks. But, yeah. <laughs> but, see, but, see, do that. I don't, you yeah. Know, and just do just do that and a card and then maybe pick up dessert if you're feeling really or, or I will tell you this. My wife has gotten me like just a card. Like, hey, 
you know, it's Valentine's. I know you hate it. Just, Here you know, want to say, I love you. Thank you for everything you do. Awesome. You know, it's, it's you know, close the door and hanky-panky. You know, I don't want to say it. I don't know who's listening. But, you know, you, you get your freak on. You yeah, know, whatever. Guy's happy with that. I'm down with that, As too. long as I ain't got to do anything. Right. Let me just enjoy. If your girl on top that night, thumbs yes. up. Yes. Yeah, dude. I mean, thumbs that's up. cool. Now, I cook dinner with my wife almost most nights. Right. Somewhat involved with that anyway. So, Good food. But, you know, find a recipe and cook together. Get your wine. Get your craft beer. Yeah. You know, you know what your man likes. And if you don't, then you shouldn't be selling Valentine's Day with him anyways. Probably not. I mean, you really shouldn't. No, it's just a, it's it's it's, a, it's just a retarded. Pardon my unpolitical correctness, but <laughs> Trump has made me this way. You know, it just dude, it, Valentine's is just a wasted day. Wasted day. You know what else? Oh, President's Day is on Monday. Wasted day, dude. I mean, who? Because we don't get off for do you. Do you well? You, I request it off for, for oh. certain reasons, but no, I don't get it off. I don't ever. I don't think most people don't get President's Day off no. for work, but they get Martin no. Luther King Day. Veterans don't get Veterans Day off. Martin Luther King Jr. Day, most black people are working. <laughs> you know, I mean, you don't get these days off. Why even have them on the damn calendar? True. So that way the banks can be closed and all the government, you know, if you got a government go. job, you're good. Or if you exactly. got a banking job. Yeah, yeah. Strictly 40 hours a week, deuces, yeah. holidays included. And if that lands on a day when my trash is supposed to be picked up, just get picked up. I'm sorry. And I'm lucky to get it picked up the next day. They're like, oh, we're going to wait till next Thursday when right. I got 14 bags of stinky chicken wings. <laughs> Dude, I hate it, man. Uh, Facts, lies, and one truth for you today, Wednesday at 9. Skip Valentine's Day yesterday for the loved ones. We're on (laughs) factslies1truth.blogspot.com. Find us on Facebook, iTunes, uh, especially on Facebook. Yes. Give us a like. Tell your friends about us. Share us out, please. Yes. I I do want to take a quick second. Thank you for everybody's support. Yes, absolutely. Comments have picked up. I see people are commenting tonight. Thank you. Yeah. Say whatever you want to say. It's cool. We're here. Yeah. We, we love all people. Thank you for commenting. Share us out, please. It helps us a lot. I, I don't think they understand what one share, because there may be one friend that we don't know that you have mm-hmm. that just likes two guys that drink beer and watch sports. That's what yeah. we do. We, we drink beer and we just talk about it. Thank you very much for yeah. that. Thank and, you. And with with that, I'm going to tell you, Evan is on there. Evan's the uh, the, the, the young guy that we showed oh, kind yeah. of how, the, how it went. Uh, he's a big Buccaneers fan. Evan, if you don't mind, share your link for Facebook and everything else on the comment section. Guys, go and find him, like him, uh, follow him. He, he's he. If you're not a Buccaneers fan, it's okay. Um, but you know, a lot of times in this business, it's all about your likes and your follows and, and how many people you're reaching. Yeah. Uh, if he'll share the link, I mean, go and follow him, go and find him, friend him. Uh, he's he puts a lot of good information about the Buccaneers football on there. I, I know you're not a huge Buccaneers fan. You will be. <laughs> Maybe in two or three years after listening to my dumb butt for a while. But Fact. Uh, if you got anything else you want people to share, if you're looking just for one more person, I mean, I think we're at like 83 follows right now, which Something ain't like great, but we're trying to get to 100 by the end of the month. We're doing this very organically. We haven't tried to boost posts or nothing else yet. No. Um, this is all grassroots marketing. Yeah, yeah it, <laughs> it really is. And we started off with just wanting five people to listen and uh, this past Tuesday, we or you know not yesterday, but last Tuesday, right. we had like 470 people. Yeah, last Tuesday was great. That are viewing, lots of comments, lots of shares, so it's up. So just keep keep doing this. And uh, again, if you guys have anything you want people to follow, I mean, post it on here. I mean, you might get one person, two people, but you don't know where that one or two people are going to lead. 
And we had our first guest via caller yeah. on Sunday for Slurnum's Fan Sunday. Yeah. So we're, we're picking it up as we go, and, and we'd love Absolutely. to have a lot of you guys on. Um, we're, we're already shaping up our next caller, our next thing. We may even do an episode where we just get calls throughout the episode. Be weird, but yeah. That would be weird. We're just yeah. constantly hitting buttons, and we're taking calls, and you know, kind of be yeah. like a real radio show, but just trying to make it happen. So appreciate the support. Keep doing it. Keep sharing us. We love you all. We do it for you. We do it for us. We do it for everybody. Speaking of drinking and alcohol for yeah. Valentine's Day, you, Dude. you, I honestly, as a podcast partner, <laughs> I, <laughs> I am very proud. You're my podcast boyfriend. Well, I, yeah, that's right. Well, Valentine's we're celib- we're just one day late. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I, you have purchased a growler. Yes. Now I won't say it. I'll let you exp- explain to people that don't know what a growler is. A growler is a sixty-four ounce bottle. That uh, so we Lucky's Market and and I'm gonna I'm gonna work on them being a sponsor. Lucky's Market over here. If you have a Lucky's in your area, go. It's I, I think most of their stores organic. Uh, the prices are really good, and it's a clean place. People are pretty friendly. But a growler is a big sixty-four ounce glass bottle. Looks like an old like jug, you know. Yes, and definitely a jug. So you go up there for the first time. It was thirteen dollars. And they fill it up with whichever beer you want. I think they have like four or five beer choices. So you go, I'll I'll have that. Okay, cool. They fill it up. What's cool about it, which I'm going to just enjoy the crap out of this weekend, (laughs) is now I get to take this. I paid $13, which paid for the growler and the beer. Now when I go back in this Sunday, it's $8, whatever beer I want. Of the four that they have. It's not like they don't have 300 beers. There's like four beers, and they're normally rotating out through kegs. Um, And it was awesome. What's even better about it is so we were both there, and they have $2 pints, $3 glasses of wine. So for the ladies, if they want wine, yes. love it. Now, what's cool about that is it's not like it's a bar. You walk up, hey, here's 2 bucks, here's 3 bucks, Right. And then you can walk around the store and shop. Yep. Dude, how awesome is that? Because the more liquored up I got, the more shit I bought. <laughs> That's kind of It bad. worked out. Yeah, it worked out great for them. They know. Got a great olive bar. They got $5 sushi rolls on Tuesday. Um. So we bought, you know, we got like the pound of olives, and we went and sat down. And I wanted to crack the growler, but I, I couldn't. Right. But I had, you know, my two dollar pint of founders. Right. She had her two dollar pint of founders. I drank half of that as well. <laughs> um, but I had the founders porter. Yep. Uh, which is, uh, I was telling you this. Give you, I'm going to give you foundersbrewing.com. I'm give you their definition of it. And when I read this to you, that's exactly how it tasted. Pours silky black with a creamy tan head, so it kind of pours like a Guinness. Kind of dark, got that little kind of light brown tan head on there. The nose is sweet and strong chocolate and caramel malt presence, right on. Mm-hmm. No absence of hops, gives Founders Robust Porter the full flavor you deserve and respect. Cozy like velvet, it's a lover, not a fighter. There is a little hint of hops. So, there, yeah, there is no hint. There was a little hint. Little hint. But I've had porters that are very but stronger. Yes. But your wife, and now you can attest to this, too, because mm-hmm. you had many Pounders porters. Oh, yeah. She said it was a little heavy. What would you think? Uh, yes and no. Uh, it, it, it is kind of heavy, but it's not heavy like a Guinness. If you took a Guinness and kind of gave it like a, a chocolatey, caramel, right. hoppy, that's what you get. Really easy to drink. It goes down way too fast. So if you drink them too fast, it can be very heavy. you got to give your body a True. chance to get through that. I mean, that's how those beers are. Uh, on ratebeer.com, gives them 100. Yep. 
I think you said on fifth what highest. It, fifth highest porter. Porter mm-hmm. behind the uh, maple bacon coffee maple, porter. Yeah, which I thought was one of the best beers ever. Oh, gosh, Founders is one of my new ones. It's not. There's like six different Founders. It's the Founders Porter. I'm telling you, um, you have to try it. If you do, send me a comment. It yeah. is fantastic, and I just hope they still have it on tap. Yeah, they've had it there for a couple of weeks. I think I oh, got man. that the week before. No, I got Copper Tail. So no, they they might. Uh, it's gonna be close, dude. For eight bucks. It's for thirteen dollars for your first one. Go get your metal gro- or your, your your glass growler. Yep. it is so worth it. If you need me to hold your hand through the whole <laughs> process, I will do it because it's a little it's a little intimidating because you right. they're all kind of sitting there and you're like, do I grab this or do you get it for me? Oh, you got to grab it. You're like, okay, well, let me find the one that's not so dusty. And right. Then, you know, like it's it's a little intimidating, but now most places and, and Lucky's is a Lucky's is kind of like a, a market kind of like a farmer's market kind of deal one of those kind of vibes a lot of these places that sell you growlers uh world of beer maybe like we have a brass top here Lucky's market some other like red light red light if you're in your local area and you're this is all new to you and you want to buy a growl and this something might interest you cuz $8 is a great deal Cincinnati yes. they did like Tuesdays and Fridays at certain places were $8 yeah so if you're going, try the beer. They give you yeah. a little sample. Lucky's they can do the same thing. They do, and I didn't do that. I just yeah. I went out on a leap of faith. Nice, because I saw somebody else get one in front of me. I go, <laughs> okay. I really like how that looks. So yep. it can't be anything that dark can't be too hoppy, right? Um, it's just going to be maybe bold or heavy. Yeah, but hoppy. It, I would not say that. Yeah, nothing that dark is going to be hoppy. No. So you're going to be okay with it. Yeah. They had like uh, was it Abita root beer, and I was just like turned off completely because I tried be the now. root beers beers. Yeah, and just that's not, not good. me. That's not me. Sweet magic hat they had, and they had um, uh, they had something else there. But for eight bucks, man. Yeah. You're getting like five and a half beers. And sometimes they have random IPAs, which those usually retail growlers for about twenty eight, twenty six dollars, and you're mm-hmm. getting that for eight dollars. So. Lucky's has got a great deal. Um, they really do. Yeah, you got it. It's just keep an eye out for it. Uh, yeah. if, even if you're local area, if you don't live in Florida, that's okay. There's a lot of places now that sell yeah. growlers. A lot of breweries that do too. ABC, you could do it. They're a little bit more in line with what the price maybe should be for exactly twenty four to twenty eight dollars. Yeah. Total Wine's doing it now too. We're, we're down there on yeah. Colonial. And, and ABC has a bigger selection. Yeah, but I like Lucky's, and I'll tell you why. I also, like them. Uh, I, I like them is. They have, I think, twice a week, they have a study hall there for kids that want to come through there. They give them free drinks, free not beer, but they give them free drinks and snacks yeah. to come and use free Wi-Fi to do any of the studying and stuff that they do. And I thought that was really, That's really awesome. cool. Yeah. So very go cool. to Lucky's. I'm really pumping them up right now. Yeah. I, no, um, I've, I've, That's the best place I've been to in Orlando. But that would be something that's right up my alley. $8 growler fills with awesome geez, craft beer dude. prices as in general. Oh, so, in general, yeah. Yeah, if you go back to their beer aisle, they yeah. actually have craft beer on sale. That's like a crime. I'm sure that's illegal in 49 states. It, it really, <laughs> you know, the prices aren't bad, and they, they got a, a really big selection. And I think they're they're right in line, or maybe a little bit cheaper than what ABC is on like their six. Yeah, they're pretty close. It all depends. Like for example, they'll do like one brewery on sale that week. Yeah, you know, maybe Daughters Brewing or maybe uh, Line and Cool. If you're familiar with that, they'll yeah. do instead of 9.99, they'll do like 7.99. Yeah, a couple bucks off, but still. And a really good, good selection of the singles. You know, I think it's two ninety nine yeah. individuals, uh, and they have a really good selection there for that too. And their meat selection is is really spot on oh, for their prices. All over the prices. They have meat. They got salads. They got yeah. wine. A lot of wine. We're gonna go and try a podcast there and drink a growler. That would be incredible. They'd probably be down with that. They wouldn't care. Oh, absolutely. Supporting wouldn't. local podcasts. Yeah, I love dude, it. I love it. So Jerry had his first growler. That's great. 
Love it. Probably have one this weekend. <laughs> two, maybe. I may buy another growler and then have two of them filled up and just drink them both. Right. <laughs> so coming off of last weekend, kind of moving into this, going into playoffs in terms of March Madness and um, NBA playoffs here soon, I, the, the, the Durant-Westbrook got a lot, a lot of, I don't know about, exposure but whatever this weekend if you're not familiar with that there was a you know kevin durant used to play for oklahoma city thunder which is Ke- uh westbrook's current team mm-hmm. then he went over to the warriors which is now the enemy the stack team and they played together this weekend in oklahoma city so everybody's looking for a lot of turmoil durant first time back yada 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 i personally did not watch the game but i saw a lot of highlights especially that whole time i don't know if you saw it when westbrook was off in the court you know yana i'm coming i'm coming just yelling yeah. at him, just yelling at him. And Durant's like, you know, come on, bro. Like, he's not a confrontational guy. And I, I like that. I thought that was really cool. I know it's been between players, but that was kind of something we haven't seen for a really long time. I don't know. When was the last big robbery that you've seen in the NBA in terms of people chattering, maybe a little physicality? I, I don't know. I don't think, I can't really think one off the top of my head. Bulls, Knicks. Yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't really ago. seen, even with, with the Shaq and Kobe going and, and you never see it with LeBron. I mean, he just doesn't trash talk. Um, there hasn't been much, unless it's just kind of a low key. No one really knows yeah. about the two teams. And I was, and I, it kind of got me thinking, not about NBA in particular. This is kind of broad stream. I personally think, and this is NFL, NBA, NHL. Who really cares? Rivalries are dead in sports. College basketball too. They're dead. They're dead in sports. And. Yeah, Duke and UNC is still there in terms of you're a Duke fan, I'm a UNC fan, but the players are so one and done at that level. Yeah. I don't think they're fully invested in it if you were there for four years and I was there for four years when I played you two times a year. Outside of football, college, and NFL, there's not many rivalries. You know, like as a Florida State fan, I I just definitely hate the Gators when it comes to football. But when it comes to basketball, you're like, huh. Gators basketballs, pretty good team. Yeah, I mean, football is obviously you pay them once a year. It's generally a competitive battle, generally. Most of those guys have to come back year after year. Right. Make, and at it, least two. True. Sometimes three or four, depending on where they're at in their but career. I just feel, and, and I want to shift the basketball specifically, it's just the games kind of have gotten a little bit lightened up, a lot more, I wouldn't say a lot more fouls are called, but just not rough defense, not a lot of pushing, a lot of shoving. A lot of physical hand checking. Well, what was so a, you don't have that. What was a foul when it was a rivalry 10, 15, 20 years ago is now almost a flagrant one or flagrant two and you're out. Yeah, you're done. You don't yeah. get to play. Bill Ambier exactly. would never play in another game for the season. Correct. <laughs> and and what I, I think the NBA misses is that you. it's not like football where people want offense. It's not like baseball where people want home runs. Basketball, they wanted to see – Really just, you know, you come in the paint, you get hit hard, and you go, well, I may not do that again. I may yeah. just take jumpers. And then you try to come in the paint again. You maybe dunk on somebody, go, I got you back. And then it it's back and forth. And, and, and that's what the NBA misses. They think that everyone wants to see offense. I don't care that the, the, the Warriors can score 150 points. I really don't. Yeah. I can care less. I want to see the Warriors score 98 and see Steph Curry get put on his ass and see him come back at that guy. You know, like, I want to see that stuff. Maybe somebody like Steph Curry, because he's a smaller dude, he might be end up being injured because of the physicality from the bruisers that might be in the game. Could be. So it might hurt in the long run because but, their stars are out. But the great players adapt. And I, I hate because I seem like I bring it up all the time. Uh, Michael Jordan, what did he do? 
in order to get through the Pistons, to get through the Knicks, he had to put on 15 or 20 pounds of muscle to take the beating. That's what great players are willing to do. I don't know that Steph Curry can do that because he's not quite in that. His game doesn't. His game's not that game. Correct. I think Irving would welcome it. He's kind of a slasher. But, he's a good shooter, but he slashes well. But he does. Curry is in the paint a lot. Those little the little finger rolls and little he layups. Is. You put him on his ass one time. You take the flagrant one, and guess what? He's doing he that may again. think twice. Well, he'll just kill you on the outside. So True. maybe you want him to come inside. Right. But at least you're at least you're you're banging him up a little bit yeah. to maybe think twice. At least about maybe dribbling a little bit extra. He may pull up a little bit sooner. Yeah. Than he wants to. I mean, I think a rivalry now in the NBA is, oh, we got LeBron James playing, you know, uh, Russell Westbrook. And that's all it is. It's not like well, LeBron James going to Westbrook's right. house and they they're going to make sure they punish the hell out of him. They were yapping last time. There yeah. could be something there. I think that – and plus another thing is where in the NFL back in the old days, you had the Steelers players on there for eight, nine, ten years. Yeah. I think free agency on all spectrums has killed rivalries. There's so much moving and shaking, especially with the there, draft. There is. I, mean, I think you. I think the fans have a rivalry with the other fans more than the players and the teams have a rivalry with the other team. Well, there. Well, I mean, NFL is kind of a, a different, different altogether. Just you know, as a Buccaneers fan, NFC South, I don't want the Falcons to win the Super Bowl. I don't even want them in there. I don't want the Panthers in the Super Bowl. I don't want them to win if they are in there. I just I don't want those teams to win. It's either Bucks from the NFC South or nobody. Yeah. When it comes to basketball, because I grew up with some of the greatest rivalries, it wasn't about LeBron James scores forty five and you know James Harden scores fifty five, and that's the rivalry. Who can score more points? It was Harden's going to be on LeBron. LeBron's going to be guarding Harden, and you're going back and forth. You're playing really good defense instead of scoring fifty five and forty five. It might be thirty five and twenty five. You know, but it was back and forth. It was trash talking. You're not you're not pushing dudes. You're not talking right. about someone's mama. You're just no. like, hey man, it's it's playground stuff. Yeah, and and they've lost NBA lost the playground, in my in my opinion. They did. They they, and and I think that college football and the NFL have shifted towards that a little bit as well in terms of trying to make it more offensive based, not trying to have a lot of physicality in there. As you can tell with the targeting yeah. rules and kicking guys yeah. out in college football and the fines in the NFL. So they've kind of softened it up a little bit. So maybe the heated rivalries and emotions don't come um, from the hard hits or physicality that like they do maybe in the old NBA or old NFL. Yeah, I mean they have, but it, yeah, Eagles fans still hate Cowboys, Redskins, and Giants fans. Yeah, again, it's a fan to fan. They do, but they still hate those teams. You do not want to be a, a, a Cowboy fan wearing a Cowboys jersey in Eagles Stadium in front of a bunch of Eagles fans behind you. It's just not going to be a good day for you. So now I think – so are you thinking that now the, the whole player-to-player thing, the driven thing is out of it? The fans drive the players to hate the other team. Because the fans have been fans yes. of the Eagles for umpteenth years. Yes. But, but the problem here's, – here's, here's part of the problem for me is right now the Warriors are the team. Yeah. They're, they're the NBA's golden team right now. Okay, it's not the Cavaliers, it's, it's not the Rockets, it's not OKC, it's it's the Warriors. But what sucks about that being on the East Coast is you have to stay up till ten thirty to watch tip off. Absolutely. You know, unless they happen to be in Central or in the right. East time zone, so it's hard to build these rivalries when you have a team that good out west. You, you just really can't. You, you, unless you think, you, so, you think it's time zone based? Time zone and just I think that everyone in the NBA loves each other. 
No one really cares about winning anymore. Yeah, I think that's what a little bit of it is too. And if they want to win, they want to take the high road and make it as easy as possible. I'm going to use LeBron's, and I'm not saying LeBron's this way, but just as the example, because that's what's hot right now in the media is, well, give me all the good players. I don't. And Charles Barkley says, well, you don't want to compete no more. Well, plus also everybody's. Uh, uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. Everybody seems like they're friends. Let's have a steak dinner afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, Bill Lambert having no steak dinner with nobody. Well, you know, some somebody said that uh, playground ball. Yep. If if I got downs, I'm up. Yep, I'm up next. Right, right, absolutely. And you get to pick your best four players. It's five on five full court. Guess what? You're not going to take the guy who kept missing all the shots and can't get out of his own way. You're going to take the best four players. Right. So that's kind of where the NBA is. You, you get the best guys that you can, and then you hope that you can just keep on winning. But there's no competing in the NBA no more. Well, that's because it's and it's just a product of what's happened. Is that it, money? Money controls a lot of things, and these players get paid so much money. They are almost at times LeBron's case specifically. They're the GM and the coach and the player, so they choose what the hell's going on. Well, uh, LeBron's yeah. choosing what's going on, and the and the owner let him do that. Absolutely. He's too afraid of losing the great LeBron. Absolutely. He's he's the best player on the floor, best player in the NBA. They're going to let him choose. Right or wrong, that's what's happening. I can guarantee you that Seth Curry and Clay and, and Kevin Durant aren't calling the shots in Golden State. No, because but people want to go play with them. So maybe on the flip side, well, it's kind of worked better. Those guys have worked very hard to get where they're at. They didn't have a silver spoon stuck in their mouth. LeBron's been great since he was in elementary school. Yeah. You know, Gosh. everything's been so easy for him. And he doesn't, he does, I don't know if he knows really how to handle true adversity. Not being down 3 1 in the finals, yeah. but just to where you had, he had it in Cleveland before he left to Miami. He didn't like it. So yeah. you have to go and join the superpowers. And then you go to another superpower. But, and guess what? It's going to bite him in the ass. I agree. My my biggest problem with LeBron currently, and I think he's losing it as he gets older and, and gets frustrated, is let the professionals that were hired to do this with analytics like we kind of touched on Sunday yeah. and different things, yeah. let them handle it. Yeah. Don't keep saying you need shooters and people are around you to shoot the ball because you can do everything. They gave them all the shooters and they just you're ended getting, up choking. You're getting yourself in trouble because, oh my gosh, if one of your better players goes down... You're the only person to do everything yeah. again, which you keep saying you're playing too many minutes. If you if you party too hard with J.R. Smith, okay, yeah. and, you, and you grow this friendship, obviously you don't want to be, oh, he's a great shooter, man. you got to sign him long-term. Give him all the money. Cool. And then you do that. Now he is afraid that he's not going to live up to what you think his potential needs to be. Yep. LeBron thinks he needs to hit 100%. He's not, he misses one or two, and he goes, oh, I'm just going to go back as a turtle and, and get my shell back here in the corner and then he just disappears for a while lebron's made it a a buddy buddy club and i'm all for buddy buddies i wouldn't say it was lebron i, I would just say that that sir yes sir yeah i agree i mean at the at the end of the day you can if you want to make that comparison jordan would want to win you do you bro sign who you want to sign just put him around yeah. me lebron wants his buddies up beside him so what what do you want lebron you want wins or do you want to hang out with your buddies he wants them both that's exactly what he wants. Well, you can't have both. You can't have both. Because now that Kevin Love's down, good luck. Now it's all on you again. Yep. And Irving, when you barely don't play for four minutes. I don't know. <laughs> but I just think rivalries have died in sports. Um, money is a big – it kind of has uh, branched off in trees, maybe a domino effect. Money kind of – the players got a lot of power. And then free agency got a lot of power. So money with free agency and LeBron getting the money and the Melo getting the money and all these guys kind of just killed it 
because now it's I want to play with my buddy. Yeah. Play with my friends because I like him. I like Chris Paul. Maybe when he gets I mean, a free agent, the show will get him. May, maybe is it because players are making too much money too fast? Maybe. You know, example, I'm going to go back to Jordan again. Now, this is back in the day where there wasn't as much money as there is now, but he played for $3.5 million a year for like 12 years. Yeah. That was his NBA contract, but he made thir- only $35 million a year from mm. his endorsements, including Nike and Wheaties and Hanes and some of these other ones that he had. So really, every year, he's only making about $38 million. He didn't make all his money until he got out of the league. Actually, his right. last three years, he got 15, 25, and like $45 million because they changed, you know, the CBA changed. But right. you had to earn what you what you got. Now it's just handed to you. Della Vadova went and signed $75 million. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? <laughs> LeBron gave him that money, kind of. That's great. And he should have stayed with the Cavs. He's, a, he's probably the best defender they had on oh, that yeah. team. Uh, a perimeter defender, debatably, yes, so he gave him the toughness. Yeah. Schubert's a good defender. J.R. Smith played up in the playoffs, but Dolodeva gave them toughness. And if he stayed with the Cavs, he probably got $15 million, so I don't right. blame him for leaving for 75 I probably would have done it, too, because <laughs> you shouldn't even been in the NBA doing what you're doing. Right. Uh, but $75 million, man, for uh, for that guy is just right. insane to me. And he's not even really a starter. It was one year. It was, it was last year in the finals. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. right. It was last year, the year before. Well, he started year two years before. ago because everything yeah. was out. But he was a big he was a big part of being body and up on Curry yeah. and getting physical with him because not a lot of, a lot, of a lot of players do that. And Curry just ran him in the ground because his he he uh, he wasn't um, what what they say. Stephen A. Smith said he he wasn't basketball ready for that deep in the playoffs to be able to handle the running around. But He's a rugby player, right? Is that what he was? Yeah, he was a rugby like player, but he but they beat him to death. They did. they did. I mean, they gave him a Shepard, they gave him Smith, they gave him Del Vadova, but they beat him to death. Curry got beat to death, and it ended up proving to be physicality ended up winning because he didn't yes. shoot very well. Correct. So it ended up working okay. But with that said, it's really? I like to see rivalries back in the game. I just went a little bit. I don't know if it's player-to-player rivalries. That's okay, too. But free agency has kind of killed it, so maybe we need to shift it. Maybe we need to go to the Westbrook Durant. We- Maybe a little Bron to Curry. Maybe a little chirp. Maybe a little chatter. Maybe a little tweak to him there. There. Maybe I think you just need to lighten up on the fouls. Make it a little bit more of a physical game, and people will start watching again. Maybe Bookie Cousins wouldn't have thirty. I can't wait to watch the big three, and I really think it's going to be really good basketball. Um, They're going to take the the rules from the NBA, but it's going to be a lot more physical. I mean, half court basketball is really physical, and you have to be to play half court basketball. Yeah, and I think that's they're going to come out. This year in June, they're going to have a really good first year. And then you're going to see the NBA go, hmm, viewership is really more than most of our games are, unless it's a marquee matchup. We need to maybe go back and revisit that. Right. And you're going to start people seeing beating the hell out of people again. That's what you need. I'm not talking about, you know, like brain trauma beating up. But, you know, a little forearm when they come in there and and, and give them a little body when you're going up for the block. I mean, Jesus, man. I mean. On the uh, on the blacktop, you know, if you called a sissy foul, I mean, you're you that call, guy. Yeah, you're that guy. You're that guy now. So yeah, holy crap, dude. No, I agree. So with especially with LeBron these days, and that's kind of what I pointed out in this next topic in terms of athletes kind of taking political stands. I I had this conversation the other day with somebody, and I was like, personally, I hate that. Personally, I don't want to see. I like I like the fact that sports are separate from my politics. 
And and I think with the increase in social media and how it's gone today, um, LeBron's come out and supported Hillary. He now has this new Nike ad. Yeah, I saw of that. equality. Yeah, I saw that. You know, he, he's very vocal now in what we're with today in politics. And I know a lot of other athletes have come out and said, too, LeBron's kind of the face of the NBA, much like Mark, Mike Trout's the face of the MLB. I didn't see Mike Trout coming out and saying anything. I don't want my athletes saying that because, I don't know, I, I like it separate. I like when I'm watching the NBA or I'm involved with the night-to-night basis and all that, I want to be talking sports. I don't want to be, well, LeBron tweeted this or LeBron said that. I don't care. I want it to be focused on basketball. I agree. But a lot of people look up to those guys, and they know that. So they have an heavy influence. So maybe that's good for those followers of him because he can influence others to get yeah. on board with him in terms of his views. Yeah. All the athletes I looked up to as 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 a as a young Gerald, um, I wanted them to take certain stances, but in retrospect, I'm glad that they never did. You know, if 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 because if, if I'm Democrat and my superstar athlete comes out and says he's Republican, I'm going to go, oh, I'm, I'm going to be totally deflated. Oh, Are man. you going to stop being a fan of him because of that way? It, it, I would almost, God, it would be tough. I didn't realize LeBron was a Hillary fan. Yeah, he came out and said that. That makes me like him even more. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Yeah. But there's going to be other people that go, oh, my God. Right, oh, yeah. You know, why Trump? is he a Trump fan? Right. You know, and it, that's just, I, and I don't like him stand up and putting t-shirts on for cause. I don't want him to get involved. Yeah, there are, I mean, this this is uh, kind of non-related but related. Uh, this month is, is uh, Black History Month. Correct. All their warm-up t-shirts are, I mean, you've seen them, right? Yeah. It says, I don't even know what it says. Yeah. It doesn't say Black Lives Matter, but it says no. something like, you know, Black History Month yeah. for whatever. I'm not yeah. even sure. I, don't, I barely it's, read it. It's politically correct. That's right. Yeah. I, I have an issue with the hat. I do. I do too. So I don't. I don't like seeing the 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 they they wear. It's all in Spanish. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that Latino shit. Latino month or whatever yeah. that is. I don't like that shit. Okay, whatever. Well, I don't have an NBA team in in Mexico. Where so every NBA team wears their El Heat. Yeah, El Hito. Yeah, whatever. El Bolzo. Yeah, like Spurs who, no, have yeah, those on fuck too, that, dude. I don't like that shit. What's why? Why? I don't know. I don't know. But on the retrospect, on the pushback of that. So they do that for the Latino community to get more interest. They do it for the black community to get more interest. Why not get people that are heavily politically involved? Wow. LeBron's speaking. I like LeBron because he's a fan of Hillary. What's LeBron doing these days? You might tune into a game and get that viewership. So now you're getting it from all different angles because they're involved on world issues. Well, I, I will tell you this. I heard this on the radio coming home tonight. Three years ago, full on broadcast on ESPN Delaporte, whatever right. it is, right? I don't know. I have to say it in an accent, but I did. <laughs> right? Full on Spanish. Okay? The last three years. Year one, better ratings in the Super Bowl in English. Year three, better ratings in the Super Bowl in English. <laughs> That's what they were telling me. I go, wait a minute. Well, okay. Super Bowl was a, a had good ratings this year. Yeah. Maybe not the best in the world, but they had good ratings this no, year. No, it was still good. It was quality. The Spanish version better ratings than the english version now oh, there's a lot of bilingual people so they probably had their parties and decided to go spanish wise so i think the numbers are very skewed 
Yeah. In my opinion, because there's not a, a full on. All I speak is Spanish, and I know no English person in this country that even gives a shit about the NFL. You know what I mean? <laughs> if it was soccer, oh yeah, all day long. And that's not stereotype. I'm just saying that they soccer is Puerto Rico, Mexico, these places. Soccer is the holy grail of sports. It's not. It's not American football. It's not, it's not even. It's American football. But it is the Super Bowl, and everybody watches it. Correct. So that little defense to that. So but, all in all, the stats are good all the way around. But it's back just, back to political stance. It, it, I don't want to. I don't really care. I don't want to know whose political affiliation. It just has it's just gained a lot of traction in terms of what they say. And obviously I don't think there's a particular stat for this in terms of what for example, LeBron and he said he's with Hillary, does that attract a more audience towards him and watching him night to night basis because of that? I, I just think I it would create, say, it creates more of an uproar. When you're when when you're a, a, a person of that caliber, you're a superstar, you're arguably the best player in the NBA right now arguably one of the top five players ever in the NBA and you want to take a political stance, I don't think that's right for you to take that political stance. Right. Now, if Shumpert wants to take the political stance, go for it. No one really gives two craps right. about that's, you. Yeah, he doesn't matter. Yeah. You no know offense, what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> NBA, NBA lives do not matter, Corey. <laughs> no, that's Shumpert. You know, but I was saying is when you are it, it, when you are on that pedestal, you should not be taking any kind of a stance. No, I disagree with all the moms that say, oh, well, you should take a stance on so-and-so got shot in the back. I can't remember the kid that got shot in the back and everything. He does not need to take a stance Trayvon for that. Martin? I don't know. One of those guys, okay. right? <laughs> should not be taking a stance on that at all. He can have a stance behind closed doors with his wife and his kids. But when it comes to being who you are, what you mean to communities, what you mean to your fan base, yeah. there should be no stance at all. Political religious, nothing. All the people should know about you religious, I go to church. Yeah, I think regardless of their stance for me, makes them like them less. You know, do basketball, do your thing, and keep grinding. I mean, at, I mean, uh, celebrities do it too. Musicians, yeah. actors, they might be more vocal than the athletes are. Dude, Tom Cruise's demise went down when everyone found out he yeah. was giving tons of money to Scientology. Yeah. His, his stock went down for me. I was like, God, I love Risky Business. I love Top Gun. I love yeah. these different movies. But now that I know that, I'm like, oh, what Bummer. a douchebag, dude. Like, I don't want to watch your movies anymore. He's a whack job. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what, that's what you get into is you start making judgments on these people for their own personal lives, and we shouldn't do that. I want to judge him based on his basketball credibility. Absolutely. Not on his social or political or religious beliefs. Yeah. And that's what you get into. Because now when I go and buy his shoes, now let me tell you, I've bought a pair of LeBrons, and, and if Quister's still listening, he's going to kill me. <laughs> One of the most comfortable shoes, it's like it's like a condom for your feet, dude. One of the most comfortable shoes I've ever bought in my life, yeah. and I, I absolutely loved them. You loved them. See, I have a pair, but too. I may never buy them again if he wants to continue to get socially involved. Other than, you know, his little oh, I've got the LeBron James Foundation for kids with no arms or whatever the hell he's doing. Like, if he wants to get involved in stuff like that, cool. But I, I just I may not buy his shoes because. You just don't agree with this way of going about. If he told me he was a Trump fan, I would have been. We would have never talked about him again ever on the podcast. <laughs> I'd have been done. And now, because I said that, right? Because I took a political stance. Yes. 
I may have people that won't want to listen to me ever again. Very possible. Because I said that. And that's not that's not fair to my 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 eighty three listeners. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Or actually my four hundred and eighty listeners, because right. or viewers. You know you what I'm saying? I mean, but do you really, I mean, do you, you really don't care or you really just like, I just don't want to hear it. I just don't want to hear it. I don't care. I don't yeah. care what they say. I don't care what's out there for. Yes. No. Nay. Yay. Whatever. I don't care. I don't care. W- would you, would my, you have cared two years ago? No. Or my, are you burnt out from just everything that's been going on the last two years with my, the Trump and I don't, I don't even really think your personal life affects me in terms of what I think of you. I, sports is so sports for me. It is. It is how you Correct. are as a player. Tiger Correct. Woods included, yada, yada. You are as you as your player. Okay? Correct. LeBron, I love watching him play basketball. I watch him Saturdays, Thursdays, whatever, play basketball. Okay? And I watch him play, and I think he's amazing, and I love it. Okay? I don't care who he likes. I don't care if he comes out and says, I like cottage cheese and wine on Wednesday nights. <laughs> and I don't like cottage cheese, and I very rarely drink wine. I'm not Ooh. hating you because of that. Okay, I, I don't care. Please stop talking about it. I'd much rather hear you say, "Yeah, I want Kevin Love the hell out of here." That would that would intrigue me. Something sports related would get me fired up. But please just don't tweet about it because then I think it kind of, I think it hurts him more than helps him. It's kind of hurts his legacy in terms of him taking a stance politically. I think sometimes John Cougar Mellencamp, you know, a very yeah. good musical artist. People a lot of know him for his vocal and how strong he is on certain political issues more than his music. I think that sucks. But he got he got really involved in that after his yes, he did. career was kind of over. Fact. And Jordan is sort sort of starting to say a couple things. Yep. He made the Madison Square Garden thing go away with Oakley and the owner. Uh-huh. I mean, so he's he gets involved now because what legacy is he going to tarnish in his old age? He's making three hundred million dollars a year and he owns half the box with the whole Oakley issue. That's kind of different i mean <laughs> but he well, i'm not saying he, he was the liaison and he, yeah, he stepped know. up and well, said that's hey good. i took care of some things trying to smooth things Correct. over i have no problem with that and he'll do the same thing with with barkley and lebron i mean that that's 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 jordan's role i think that's a good role but i still couldn't tell you if jordan was a democrat or republican good i still couldn't tell you how his stance are is on a lot of political beliefs but every once in a while like there'll be like a, a weird tweet that will come out on yeah. something and it's going to be whoever he employed to send out the tweet. Oh, you know what I mean? Like right. it's not going to really be him. Like he's going, "Oh, I'm going to tweet this." I mean, he doesn't do that. And that's what those types of athletes—LeBron, Kobe, Magic, Larry, Shaq—shouldn't now. Shaq's a little bit different because he's on air and he's a commentator, so he can kind of say some other things. But right. I, he still doesn't get real political, or religious on things. No, he doesn't. I think that, and he's generally smart. He's just a horrible GM, maybe. Maybe the the Hornets are coming about. Never know. Maybe, but still, he was rough in the early on. But yeah, I don't, I don't particularly care about what they say. But we'll we'll see. I'm, I think it'll just get worse moving forward. More and more athletes will be more and more stronger opinion and saying on social media and different things like that. But before we let you guys go, we on Sunday, if you didn't, if you missed our episode, we touched on a new bracket that we're doing. Kind of stepped away from the brackets for a little bit. We're coming back at you. Jerry's been wanting to do this one, do this one for a while. Yeah. We're doing the Heisman bracket, which is basically the best Heisman of all time. Yes. We kind of cut it down a little bit this time. We Jerry had his uh, six top sixteen list. I had mine. If you listened on SoundCloud or iTunes from Sunday, you heard our top sixteen list. Yes. We have now cut it down to eight. 
cut it down to eight, which was actually easy. And I'll tell you it's easy. Here's what we did. If you had never gone to the Heisman website, go to the website and look at some of the years. Now, I'm not talking about – I'll give you an example. I had Barry Sanders as my number one Heisman right. trophy winning year. Look at the years that some of these guys had. Okay, It's not their entire body of work. It's not everything they did in college. It's not everything they did in the NFL. Barry Sanders, you know, the guy at work says, well, yeah, it's Barry Sanders. Well, right. no, no, no. I'm talking about that one particular year, all we're talking about. So I put my 16, you put your 16. We only had nine players that were the same. Out of the 16? Out of the 16. Okay. You had a lot of guys that I didn't have. I had a lot of guys that you didn't have. We had some disagreements. We had some agreements, and we were close on actually a lot of the picks. Yeah. So, <clears throat> sorry. So I'm going to give you the top eight, Okay. Based on so Barry Sanders is the example. I had him at one, you had him at two. Yep. So when you add that together, it comes to three. When you divide it by two to get your average, gives you one point five. Right. He ended up being a one. Okay. Okay. So Barry Sanders at one. Yep. Sam Bradford at number two. Uh, oh. Tim Tebow at number three. Okay. Which I, I thought was good. I was you know because I had him so low that it was kind of yeah you did you have a seven you had him at one right so it it um, Marcus okay. Allen at number four okay. Andre Ware at number five. Okay. Ricky Williams at number six. Johnny Manziel at number seven. And Cam Newton at number eight. Those are our top eight. So I challenge everybody who's listening to this. Go to the Heisman website. Pick out who you think your top eight. Go back to Roger Starbuck. Don't go too far back. Just go back. to We went back to Roger Starbuck. It was our farthest one. Yeah, and he was really good. He he made like five Super Bowls, won like three of them. It was okay. crazy. But his stats for the Heisman weren't that good. Yeah. Uh, Griffin. Uh, Robert Griffin. Archie. Griffin. Oh, sorry, Archie. Sorry, my bad. Archie, right? He won two back Heismans. Back-to-back. Back-to-back yep. Heismans. Back. That's impressive, uh, impressive as a Heisman Trophy winner, but his yeah. stats weren't that good. So that's why he, he wasn't in there. I'm going to get flack on that. Yeah. Give us your top eight. Let me know what you think. Looking at these things, because it's tough. Are you going to go? Are you going to go yards, all-purpose yards? You going to go, you know, touchdowns? Like how are you going to go? Yeah. So here's what I decided to do. Okay. Okay. One through eight. Act as a, if it's NBA seating. Okay. One's going to play the eight. Yeah. Barry gotcha. Sanders is playing Cam Newton. Okay. Sam Bradford versus Johnny Manziel. Tim Tebow versus Ricky. So one versus eight. You know, Tim Tebow versus Ricky Williams. Marcus Allen versus Andre Ware. Yep. We're going to post this. We're going to let you vote who wins each one of those brackets. Yep. And then we're going to reseed it based on, you know, one or two playing the lowest seed, you know, so on and so forth. So it's going to cut it down to four immediately. And I like Barry Sanders versus Cam Newton. I love Sam Bradford versus Johnny Manziel. I love Tim Tebow versus Ricky Williams. And I love the Marcus Allen versus Andre Ware. It's going to be really, really good. I think you definitely see some upsets. I think a lot of people like Manziel over Bradford, even though a lot of people don't know Man- Bradford's year stats and what he did for that team. Uh, neither one of them won a national championship that season. So that'd be interesting. But I think a lot of people may go Bradford because he had a good, good year last year with the Vikings, and Manziel is so coked out of his mind, people may decide to just take him out. But mm. Manziel had a really, really good year. That was phenomenal. Throwing, rushing, touchdowns is fantastic. He was that team. But I mean, Bradford team. was fantastic too, man. That was a really awesome year. I mean, he's he's it's it's worthy of a second seed. Just look at his stats, and you'll understand a little bit more. And uh, I really hope that Tebow makes it past Ricky Williams. 
I think it's going to be I high. really do. I think it might be close. I really do, because I like to see where the seating comes up. I like to see an upset or two, which we could have happen, but don't don't just go and vote for the name. Actually go to the website and look at the stats, and I don't know, if, uh, can we post the stats with, with that? I can, but I don't know if you want to shade voters. Well, I hope people will do some research. I'm just saying, you, what I've usually been doing, I just do seed and then name okay. of team or yeah. name of person. So you'll have some people that just vote based name. We'll have some people that actually do some research. I, so it's it'll their kinda, vote. It'll kind of equal out. It's their vote. If it'll they don't want to research, they don't have to research. If they want to research and get into it, they can. So I know Bob is watching. Bob always is, is very interactive with some of the stuff. Dude, check these things out, man. I mean, the Heisman, it's really tough. And we left a lot of people out. We did. Uh, the only other person we had that didn't make it was uh, Charles Woodson. Charles Woodson. We both had Charles Woodson. That's you tough. had him low. I had him high. I had him almost at nine. Only defensive player to ever win the Heisman. Ever. Yeah. And the fact that he didn't make the eight, I almost wanted to take somebody out. I almost want to take Cam the scam out and put Woodson. But this is just <laughs> honest, legit. This is where it's at. Cam was a huge part of that Auburn team. And Wood, so these guys here plus Woodson was the only guys we had the same. Now, uh, we just received a question on, on Facebook of how we've done this. We've done this in the past. We've done polls on Facebook. We make it Facebook-driven. That way you don't have to go to another web page. You kind of just stay right here and yep. you can vote on Facebook. Um, what we'll do is we'll do the same thing. Well, I'll give you a little voting thing. I'll be on Facebook. Just click on our link that we'll post on our page. We'll yes. pin it to the top so it never goes down the bottom. Click on that link. It stays on Facebook and just boom, 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 boom. That way it gives us the result, and we can tell you to you guys yes. in two weeks or whatever. We usually give you two weeks to vote, and this time I'll just do it like I explained with Jerry. We'll do number one seed versus number eight, and I'll just post it like that. So Barry Sanders versus Cam Newton. If you don't want to research it, don't. Don't, yeah. Just vote. Fine. Yeah. Vote. It's, okay. it's your vote. Yeah. If you if you just want to go off of Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton, you didn't do any research, you don't know anything about just him, vote. and you just like that Hillary Clinton name, yep. you punch Hillary Clinton, go for it. Yep. Same exact idea. I mean, the people will speak. Get on there and speak. So I'll post this tomorrow. This is the first I've heard of our eight, by the way. This is the first. We did not talk about it pre-episode. So that is our eight seeds. I have not heard of it, so therefore I don't have the bracket created, but I'll create it. I'll post it on the webpage. I will give you guys time. We'll give you about two weeks. Then we'll come back and we'll reseed. We'll give you the winners and yada, yada, yada. You guys know where it goes. What, from do, you, there. what do you think of this, honestly? I mean, the first time you saw it, I mean, just I know you said there could be some upsets, but what do you really think when you look at that? I, mean, I, I think it could go either way from one through eight. I think Barry Sanders probably got that one seed versus the eight, but you never know. A lot of a lot of people are new that listen to the you show. I don't know. I got a lot of people up in Car uh, Carolina that are, that are um, listening. People around my age didn't really see Barry Sanders in college. We saw him in the NFL, didn't really see him in college. YouTube it. But we did see Cam Newton. <laughs> so Cam Newton might get the younger vote. He, he could. Just like an election, might get the younger it. vote. YouTube Barry Sanders before you make your vote. That's all I'm going to tell you. He doesn't want him losing in the first round, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> you want Tim Tebow to win, too. So <laughs> if, This kind of be like the 4 um Detroit Pistons. If they if if Tim Tebow Ooh. loses, I'll probably quit the whole high school oh, bracket stop it. and not even participate. We won't even bring it up again. And we'll be commenting like, "What happened to the bracket? Our Let's bracket go. sucks. I'm not doing anything." Well, I'll be honest. What would be great if it was Barry Sanders versus Tim Tebow because that was the number one, number two that we both. Well, you I had him a little bit lower, but right. that would be a good matchup. That'd well, be good to see people argue we're in Gator Country. It's you kind know. of it's kind of like baseball. As long as you make the playoffs, you got a shot. As long as you make your top yeah. eight, you got a chance. Yeah. You're Just in there battling with the best. One one week at a time. Man. That's right. That's right. So we're going to give you guys, we're going to post the bracket. We're going to post the poll. All this will be tomorrow. I will I will share it out on my page. 
I'll let everybody know. That way you'll be up to date. You'll know what's going on. Yada, yada, yada. I'll let you know. Think, Jerry will our, share it out. I think our next bracket is going to be sex positions, and we'll, we're going to vote on that. Oh, wow. Has now anyone that, ever done that? I highly doubt. Maybe maybe Howard Stern would be the only one. Someone said that Susan Oxley needs to be a guest, so can we have her on that for that one? Or is oh, that just gosh. weird? Mom's Susan, out we, on love that one. Mom's, we love you. Mom's out on that one. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be sc- oh, I love her to death, but oh, uh, gosh. That's, just, that's weird. Yeah, a little bit. Just, just a little just bit. A little bit. <laughs> so we'll put the poll up. Um, appreciate y'all listening. Absolutely. We'll put the poll up. We have our top eight. Um, Growler this weekend? Oh, yeah. It is on. I'm, getting, on. I'm double fisting. Crap. I'm not even going to pour them in a cup. I'm just going to drink them straight out of the growler. He's going straight out of the growler. He actually thought about taking two. I, I'm going to buy another one. No promises. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you this weekend. We'll also see you next Tuesday at 9 p.m. See you see later. You. Get in the